0: Tinsel, trees, turkeys, treats. Is that what Christmas comes down to? It's a bit hollow, don't you think? And here we are, rush, 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 trying to get it all together for the big day. Maybe it's time just to pause for a few minutes to rethink this whole Christmas rush. Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program today as we take another look at your Christmas from a different perspective. When I was a kid growing up, the two things I clearly remember about the week leading up to Christmas were the heat and the anticipation. The heat, well, because here in Australia Christmas falls in summer, and of course back then in the 60s we didn't have any air conditioning. And the anticipation, well, I felt like I'd just explode if Christmas didn't arrive. It was just so... uh, you know but as an adult the thing i experienced most in that last week leading up to christmas is pressure getting everything tied off at work before some holidays and and presents and shopping and food and crowds and it seems that one of the hallmarks of christmas these days is rush 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 and success well that's measured by the retail sales figures it doesn't matter which version of christmas we celebrate whether it's a quiet christmas or a big family christmas or a whatever Stress around Christmas time comes in lots of different forms. There's that whole rush, rush, rush thing. And that's the one that I suffer from, trying to get everything together in that week leading up to Christmas because normally I, I manage to have a few weeks off over Christmas. Sometimes the stress is around relationships. You know, the, the idea of getting together with people in our extended family, some of whom we don't get on with or they're opinionated or they, they drink too much. or And maybe the stress is around regret. You know, maybe Christmas is a sad time what could have been, what what should have been. And Bernie, why are you being so morose around Christmas, you might say? Well, Christmas seems to come in two parts. There's a thin veneer that we celebrate as Christmas. It's tinsel and tree and turkey and trifle and treats, and it's all that thing about Christmas. But then there's this huge thing underneath that veneer, which is life. It's what we're feeling inside. It's what's going on deep inside, And often that's not complete. There's something missing. We don't have that deep joy, that deep peace that we should have at Christmas time. What we try and do, and what I used to try and do, was replace that emptiness by trying to stuff more and more into that thin veneer part of Christmas. But it turns out it doesn't matter how much we stuff in there, how much we spend on Christmas, how busy we are, somehow it just doesn't feed that thing deep inside rushing around. I'm so busy, especially in this week leading up to Christmas. And we get to Christmas Day, and we're too exhausted to enjoy it. The table's set, the turkey's cooked, we've bought the seafood, the plum puddings are made, and we're so exhausted, so empty, and somehow the whole thing feels hollow. And you sit back and you look at it all and you think, was that really worth all the trouble? Let me share a perspective with you. It comes from someone who deals with a lot of the rush, rush, rush thing in my life. I do a lot. I enjoy doing that. There was a time in my life where Christmas was such a vacuous, irrelevant thing, you know. And I suffered from that veneer syndrome. I used to spend a lot of dollars trying to stuff that veneer of Christmas with as many things as I could to try and make it feel significant. You know what I mean? But it never was. Didn't matter how much I spent and how much I tried, somehow Christmas always felt empty. Today, for me, every day, every day is Christmas Day. I don't mean that in a sugary, soppy, silly sort of way. I'm not into that stuff. But in a deep, peaceful, joyful way. For me, every day is Christmas Day. So what's changed along the way? There's something that the Apostle Paul wrote. It's in the New Testament. You can find it in his second letter to the Corinthian church, chapter 5, verse 17. He wrote this. He said, If anyone believes in Jesus, well, that makes them a new creation. All the old things have passed away, and everything's new. That's a bit of God's Word that has had a huge impact on my life. It's one of those things that's really grabbed me, and I've decided to live my life by it. It's, It's kind of a... A fresh, new, spring-shower way of living life. And it's something that you don't find in that crass, commercial version of Christmas. It's something you don't find in irrelevant religious dogma either. For me, it starts with a new birth. And that's what Christmas is about. It's about celebrating the birth of this little guy, this little fella, called Jesus. It was so real. He, he was this little baby, God, who decided to become a man. And this little baby, Josh, brought a lot of joy to Joseph and Mary and to God the Father. And it was a new birth. It was something totally new that God was doing. And as, as you watch this little tyke Joshua, because that was his name, his Hebrew name, the name that mum and dad called him was Joshua. You watch little Joshua grow up into this man Jesus I remember the first time I read his life story there are four gospel accounts Matthew Mark Luke and John in the New Testament of those four books Mark is actually the shortest one and it took me about two or two and a half hours one Friday night to read Mark's gospel account from beginning to end and there was something profound that hit me about this man Jesus this son of God but also the son of man It was the gritty, authentic love. I I love it when society tried to marginalise people, people who were blind and people who were disabled, and and there was a woman who was bleeding, and all these people were marginalised. And yet Jesus was the one that went to them and touched them and loved them and healed them, and where the religious leaders of the day were trying to say, look, religion is all about rules and laws and things you have to do. Jesus was saying, actually it's all about my love and it's all about my grace and it's all about having a relationship with me. Christmas, in a sense, is when God broke out of heaven and came into this imperfect, messy, sometimes brutal world we live in and spoke love and grace and experienced the brutality firsthand. Have you ever thought about that, Christmas in that way? In the New Testament, as I was saying just the other day on a different perspective, there are two terms used for Jesus, the Son of God and the Son of Man. It's like God became a guy. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but to his disciples, to his family, to his brothers, to the people around him, they knew he was something special, but he was also their friend, their brother, their son, this guy. And themes of sacrifice and love and courage and acceptance and forgiveness and reconciliation, they are the themes that ran through his life, what he did, what he said, how he lived, how he behaved, how he stood up for people. And when you think about it, we go to the movies to feed ourselves with those sorts of themes because often we don't find them in real life. But here it's not a movie. Here it's not entertainment. Here it's Christmas, God stepping into our life, into our world, saying, I love you. Whatever stresses and strains you and I might be experiencing this Christmas, Whether it's the whole rushing around trying to get everything done. Whether it's the pain of regret, of missing someone that's gone or something that should have been. Whether it's stress in relationships, in family or or amongst friends, whatever it is. Even that term, the true message of Christmas, is a bit of a cliché to me. But this baby, this baby in this stable with the animals. This man, God, Jesus saying, I love you. That's Christmas. Have a great one. The Word of God is alive and active, amen, with the power to transform your life you can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power